Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Masterminds Podcast. Each episode, we invite extraordinary guests who are masters of their craft, they're innovators, entrepreneurs, and of course, motorcycle enthusiasts who have made their mark in the world. They share their stories, insights, and hard-earned wisdom, giving you a front row seat to the strategies and experiences that shape their successes. So sit back, grab a drink, and get ready for an exhilarating ride as we dive deep into the minds of these exceptional individuals. Along the way, we'll uncover powerful strategies, gain fresh perspectives, and explore the limitless possibilities of what it takes to be an American mastermind. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Masterminds Podcast. I am your host, Topher Sheeler. We have a home team podcast for you here tonight. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Rob Adams. What up, what up? We've got Alec Langdon over here. Hello. And we got Mr. Jared Bayless. Yo. And we've got a very special Mr. Glenn up on the sound deck today, making his uh, Masterminds debut. We'll and a stu- we does. have a studio audience as well. Kevin's here. We have a studio yes. audience. Studio Mr. audience, Kevin. yeah. Thank you. Very nice, very nice. Watch for the applause sign. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll Keep expect it down we'll over you there. <laughs> so, um... um Today, so we, we did the Golden Nuggets podcast, and, and uh, we're now 15 days in. This is kind of where I want to start in. Let's do a little check-in. Mr. Alec, you and I are the ones that are going hard. We're doing <laughs> we a little We are going pretty hard. <laughs> it's been neck and neck, too. Really I, I honestly didn't expect it to be, but I think I'm operating at a, at a slight advantage at the moment. So I'm just waiting for the tides to turn. Ah, don't worry about I'm it. I'm biding my time. i got other stuff i got to get done. I know, I know. I'm taking advantage of I'm you. trying to wake up, and I'll just get it done, you know? <laughs> It's one of the things that needs needs to happen. So let's talk about that. I've been uh, I've been doing these golden nuggets, the uh, the gratitude journal for approximately fourteen years, um, nearly every morning, less vacations or um, serious hangover, mm-hmm. uh, medical conditions well, is what we we'll call those. <laughs> <Yeah>. Medical. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's been a huge influence in my life. And so I shared this um, one of these exercises with you and, and I want to kind of break it down with you. So the, the one of the first things that you do is first thing when you wake up in the morning, you're going to spend some time in the journal intentionally thinking about the things that you're grateful for. And you don't write, I am thankful for, and then make a list. You write, I am thankful for my eyesight. I am thankful for my motorcycle. Whatever it is that you're thankful for. How is that, that going? I am thankful, right? That's it's, calling it's writing it out. that. It's writing that out that you're calling out to the universe. Yeah. You're shifting your um, reticulator activating system, a part of your brain, to start looking for things to be thankful for. It's not something that you can just be a back passenger for. You have to be intentionally looking and engaging that part of your brain. And so do you have, I guess the first question would be, have you noticed more gratitude throughout your day? A hundred percent. And to your point, like, uh, I'm now looking for it. Like, yep. like you're kind of subconsciously trying to, because if you don't, and I sit down, especially like all the shit going on in life right now, like it's really easy to go, I'm not grateful for anything at the moment, <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, you get a little mad. So you're conscious, like I'm actually looking for stuff throughout the day. Like, okay, I'm going to remember that one. I, I can write yeah. that one down. Yeah. No, I, I, I think for me, it's almost working... Um, interestingly, it's almost working in reverse where I, I'm, as I write something down that I'm grateful for throughout the day, I feel like I'm more cognizant, like when that thing passes me by or when, when I, you know, I'm thankful for my family. And then I get that text message from my family. I think back, I think, man, I'm really grateful for my family. And and then I engage with it more. Yes. And so I feel like that for me has been the biggest change that I've seen in terms of the actual gratitude on a day-to-day basis is just being like a, a presence that I didn't feel like I had before in my gratitude, which is really cool to, to feel. And, and in 15 days, like I, I almost felt 
like that happened within the first couple of days. Yeah. And and it's just been getting more impactful. And and on top of that, I feel well, I don't want to go too far. No, no, go. This is this well, is what I want to talk about. I, I feel like I exactly what you described in the initial uh, podcast that we did. It, it feels as though I am s- slowly sorting through these lists and f- and filtering to like the top of the list. Like the mm-hmm. things that I am most grateful <clears throat> for are finding their way slowly to the top of the list and it's it's a consistency thing. I see them over and over again and so it's interesting how sometimes depending on what circumstances I'm in, what day, uh, what happened the day before, it might kind of start off slightly differently and then they always, those common items always sneak their way in regardless mm, yeah. by the end. Those are the Which things that will for- keep you from burning out. Those are the things that are gonna keep you on yeah. task. Those are the, that's the hill that you're gonna charge. Yep. Why am I getting up? Why am I staying late? Why am I trying harder than the next guy, than my competition, than the other guy, anybody? Is because I know this is something I'm grateful for. And the things that you're most grateful for are the things that have come through work. Yep. Mm-hmm. Those things, you know, if you have good relationships with your family, if that's one mm-hmm. of them, man, that's not easy. Yeah. 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 Everybody's got family and they're crazy. God damn it. Like <laughs> these people, how am I part of this group? Right. But if you have a good relationship with them, you've put some work into that and it's yeah. because of this. And so this is the hill that we men need to know of. If we know what the hill is, we can charge that hill and be more successful, have more fulfillment. Mm-hmm. I love this. I, I also feel when you start your day off with gratitude the stuff that used to bother me, or I mean, it still bothers me, but I can let it go a lot easier. Yeah. Mm. Like I get to work, I'm like, these fucking guys. Yeah. Like, come on. It's. But now I'm like, yeah, you know, it's not, it's not the, end, not of the, the end of the world. Right, right. It, it's just, more, it's almost like it. the light at the end of the tunnel type of thing yeah. where you're like, there's, there's all this darkness, if you will. That's, that's a perfect analogy. There's all this darkness around you throughout the day. And it's giving you that kind of guiding light where it's like, man. That's that's good. I See, like that I, right back there. I feel like it's it's not even the guiding light. It's when you do this, it's like each one of those that you write down, I'm thankful for, is like putting a plate of armor mm. around your mm. like I'm getting dressed yeah. for the day almost. It, These it, stupid it's, things it's that stupid, yeah. but it's guarding my my but, bubble. But the my, little my things that thing. bothered you before are just bouncing off your yeah. armor. Like, mm. nah, it's not a big deal. Right. It says in the scriptures to gird up thy loins. And I, I don't, want, don't want to get scriptorial, but like to gird up thy loins. Back then, they were just wearing, you know, the, they'd have those the skirts like it was open. When it was time to go to battle, they would they would tie everything up tight. So when they would get out there, like they were prepared for mm. battle. And so that's what yeah. I always think of is like to gird up thy loins because I am preparing myself to battle the day. I'm, I'm here to win. Yeah. Right. And there might be some huge dragons I need to slay today. I'm okay. I've got this. Yeah. The, the good thing about it is this is a muscle. Like as you guys are doing this, you're going to start to realize that I've created strength. And um, my one of my greatest mentors always used to say to me, your your ability to be successful um, is equally correlated to your ability to manage stress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree a hundred percent on that. And so if that's something that's true, then this is a stress management tool because mm-hmm. when you get to work and these people are being douche canoes you're just like nah you know whatever let me ask you this question the next step um is the actionable gratitude do you guys remember that part refresh me ah yeah so now here we are at day 15 i'm going to add a level of difficulty to this um or intensity is probably a better word and actionable gratitude is i've written a list of for five minutes i've written down all the things that i'm thankful for and one of those things was that i'm thankful for my wife or my mom. And then or you go out and you, you show your gratitude. You call them, you text them, you, you flex that gratitude muscle so that you can raise your frequency and theirs because this is a difficult thing to do. When we're, when we're vibing low until 9 a.m., that's cool. You can do that. But after 9 a.m., 
it's time to go. It's time to go. And the easiest, quickest way to raise your frequency is to have an actionable gratitude. So when you're writing out your gratitudes and now you become conscious of the things to watch for to be thankful, this needs to be the next level of consciousness. Like, you know what? I'm, I'm really grateful for Jared, but I'm so grateful for him. I'm going to write this down in such a way that I'm going to actually call him. And I've actually done that before. I've called you to say, bro, I'm thankful for your friendship and support because you've been in my journal, in my gratitudes. And when I do that, how does it make you feel? Oh, it's, it's great. It's cool. It's a cool thing to do. And you, most of the time, like when I call my brother, hey, bro, just wanted you to know I love you. I'm grateful for you. He's like, do I steal your money? Like, are, are we cool? You know what I mean? Like, what's something. wrong? What's wrong? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so you got to kind of come around. I just want you to know I'm really grateful for you. And I thought that I'd just let you know that you're doing a great job and you're a good example or whatever the thing is. Be, be, um, be clear about the compliment. And it's cool to pass these compliments on because a lot of people have a hard time receiving, receiving it. it. Yes. And if it's just out of the blue, they have no reason to not receive this. So it increases also your ability to receive that love. Right. Because yeah. if you can give it, you know what I mean, you can still receive that yeah, back. Yeah. And so I'd like to, you to incorporate that for the next 15 days as we're finishing up. Like if you, And even if it's something like, I'm grateful for my motorcycle. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna go out there, there whispering and, sweet nothings. Yeah, wipe it down. Sweet go nuptials. wipe it down. <laughs> Clean it up. Put some love into so, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I might go with the most common thing on my gratitude yeah. list. It's just gonna be me out there polishing. I love you so much. I'm gonna tell you something though. When you do that, when you pour love into that, into that motorcycle, like you're gonna come in and you're gonna be like, man, that bike looks good. That uh, bike looks good. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You feel better. There's not a downside to pouring it into something rather than someone. That's fair. So what I want to do is have an actionable gratitude. And that's why I call it that. It's not being thankful for someone. Yeah. It's being thankful for something and then pouring into it. I was today. I was thankful for my truck. I went and washed it and vacuumed it out, you know, got all those nice wrappers off the floor and the stuff that's kind of been bugging me. And there's nothing better than a clean vehicle, in my opinion. Like yeah. it just feels good, it feels good to have a clean ride where you're not looking through smeared windows or anything <laughs> like that. No fingerprints on the windows over there. So I, I poured some into my truck today cause I'm grateful that I have the ability to have a truck. I think it's awesome. I've interestingly, I remembered you talking about that and I've kind of been, I guess, unintentionally sprinkling it in where I, I, it's, it is that cognizance of, man, I'm grateful for that thing. And then I just, I just feel like an urge to, to, to show them or show the thing that I love it. Yeah. I think it's the next natural step, feeling it, doing it. Then you start to be it and have it, right? And so yeah. that's the, the, the four-step process. We'll talk about that another time. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold yeah, on. Yeah. Step one. <laughs> oh, shoot. Sorry, sorry. God, I thought I was making so much progress. Yeah, you're doing great. <laughs> you are doing great. All right, so now we've got the gratitudes and we have the um, actionable item. The next thing is the MVP, the mini business plan. Mm. Um, a lot of people have a hard time with the mini business plan because it they can... Um, I am they, one of those people. Well, you can get overly detailed about it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us are way too hard on ourselves. Like we think that what we can accomplish, what's that saying? We think what we can accomplish in a year versus the five years, like we overestimate one. And well, the Mm -hmm. day is the same way. A lot of us will like put a lot of stuff on our plate and then we don't get it done. And then what do we do? Beat ourselves up. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe I need to pace myself. Maybe I need to have a better strategy. Maybe I need better time management. Maybe I need to do it at a different time. Like I need to put this first and that second, I need to put the big rocks in the jar first. All those, there's all these strategies start to come to your mind when you do an MVP that are outside your reckoning when you first start doing it. Have you noticed that? Yeah. I, my biggest thing is, is that I don't in my brain count a lot of the daily stuff that just needs to get done. So the problem I'm having is, is like I make this list, well, it's kind of like, it's kind of turning into a bonus list mm. and then it's leading to me not getting it done. Right. 
But what I should do is I should maybe uh, expand this to like 15 things, but put the stuff like the stuff I needed to get the checks out to the attorneys today. Put that on there so it, I actually have, like I, that's going to take I, a lot I've been of doing time that. out of I, Like today I have 17 items on my list. And some of them, you know, my first item, check and respond to all emails, right? And that's a f- thing that I wake up in the morning. I look at all my inboxes. If there's a big response, this is going to take a little bit more time. But most of the time, it's just a, a quick little thing. But I have noticed that this is helping me be a lot more cognizant of how much time things are actually, think the things that I do regularly are taking me. So I think it is good to have those things that are like, the. It, it's the daily repetitive task. And so you almost... I feel like you start to forget about it in a way. Mm, yeah. And this is helping me keep keep it in the front of my mind. Like this is a time that I need to allocate for this thing. Listen, I need to give myself credit for mm. doing I feel the so daily good. stuff. The crosses you know what I'm saying? Feel yeah. Like I'm so not good. I'm not even I'm not counting anything at ULG. I'm not it, it doesn't even cross my radar. But if I look back on the day, like some of these days when I'm not crossing everything off, by the same token, I I had to sit down with the legal assistant. I taught her 15 different things that right. needed to, that needed to happen. And well, that didn't, that wasn't on the list. Right. But I, I don't give myself credit for that, right. for that. I'm doing my stuff. The biggest thing I've noticed out of this though, is I'm spending significantly less time in the infinity pools. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So just, just quickly, if you're the first time hearing this and you didn't listen to the uh, podcast, the MVP is the mini Go business plan. Go back and plan. listen to the podcast. Go back and listen First to the podcast. Time, yes. And uh, we don't, I'm not sure what episode it is. But the mini business plan, there's a lot of detail to it. The thing that's interesting about the mini business plan is it um, defines itself differently for every personality mm-hmm. and, and, and work type and discipline. Also, um, the thing that I want to talk about is in the Golden Nuggets, we talked about the hats that we wear. The who, who is, what hat are you wearing when you write your MVP? The boss hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The overarching boss. The guy, yeah. The yep. Shit's got to get done. Yep. No matter what, this is getting done today. Yep. And who is doing it? Who, what hat are you wearing then? A variety, I feel like. It just depends on because I, shit yeah. Going on right. But most of the time, that's, that's the doers. Those are the employees. Right. The yeah. Employee for hats, sure. Would you say? Sure. Yeah. So regardless of the title, it's the. It's definitely the doers. The doers. Yeah. And so the thing is, is sometimes the boss has to be cognizant that the doer needs a couple layups. Yep. You know what I mean? A couple of attaboys. You know, yeah. this is just a pop fly that you're going to get pretty easy in field. We got this. And so I like to throw a couple baseball analogies it. in for that. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> saw what you did there. Athlete. Um, <laughs> yeah. You really know him. <laughs> um, I appreciate you speaking my language. You're welcome. <laughs> but you've got it. Sometimes that's necessary to do that. And I've had MVPs where the, the first two or three things are, are layups. And I, I know that yeah. I'm doing that. Like, these are the things that I go to the gym. Okay, that's I, that's what I do. I, that's my first thing out of bed, first thing that I do. So I'm going to write that in there. Sometimes journaling gets to be outside my scope, where the, I need to be conscious and get and time block it. Right. Um, and so it's just important to, just to keep the things on there. And I like to have the basics basics on there because yeah. the basics get you paid. Yep. The basics is what yeah. runs the machine. It's there's no fancy way to check the oil. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like you got to, but you got to do Roll it or that your sleeves. Yep. You got to do it. And so there's just no way around that. And so don't beat yourself up for having basics on there. Two items that's, every that's single day. Thing. You follow me on that? Yeah, Eat 100%. healthy and exercise are two items that are on there every day. And that for me, that that's, those are layups. Those are things where it's like, as long as I'm doing kind of my normal thing, those are always going to be checked off by the end of the day. Cool. Yeah. It's cool. So the MVP is kind of a growing, um, flowing document because it depends sometimes like I'm just 
you know, I'm clicking, man. I got stuff going on. I've got it figured out. I'm, I'm running through the day. I'll go back and look at my MVP and I'll be like surprised that I did all those things. I haven't been like looking at the MVP, but then there's other times where that's my crutch. Like, oh my God, what do I need to do? Okay, okay, I can do that. Or, or whatever, you know, you're, you're moving through your day. But either way that it's working out for you, it's something that's important to do. I'm always amazed that when I'm not looking at my MVP because I'm just flowing, I will have everything on there done because I've written it down and then the second part is to visualize it. Are you mm. boys doing that? I am, yeah. yeah. Spending a few minutes thinking about your success in those areas. Yep. It's I get, it, that's my downfall. I got to give myself credit yeah. for for the stuff that is, that is getting done. Take and it. I have found though that I this is mine, and I can carry it everywhere. That's, Same. See what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And that helps a lot yeah. too. Yeah. Very nice. I, uh, I I I also I will say I I I broke your rules a little bit. I did save. A week's worth of these and then I, I because mine are sticky notes i stuck them all together and made one really long list just to see everything that i had done for that week oh yeah and i was fucking astonished I, right. was, I was blown away i was like this is the most productive week i've had in a long time oh man what a, <laughs> what a great way to do that yeah. to see those things and so yeah. yeah don't you don't have to throw it away i sure. like to throw it away because it's the crossing it off like to the next level yep. exclamation point like yep. see a list Mine is, yeah. it goes from, this is like it's creation and it goes into, I just have been sticking them back on top of each other the other direction. Nice. So then like, you know, I don't know, six months down the road or whatever, I'll just have this giant booklet of everything that I've done. Mm. I think that's kind of fun. So I set, um, I set a goal every day to have a certain number of conversations. My first year in real estate, I kept a list, you know, the five scratch, five scratch. I kept a list. And so I have my three by five cards from my very first year of the total number of conversations I had, total number of appointments, that total number of deals closed, contracts signed, all of the stuff. I kept track of that because I'm a statistics guy. I come from kind of a sports background as well. And if you're not keeping track of it, you don't know if you're getting any better. Right. And so I did that for the, my first year. I was very religious about it. And then the second year I started to like develop the habits. And the third year I became more relaxed. Now I don't do it at all because I get up and I do it. I'm doing mm. it. I'm having those conversations. I don't need to keep score because I'm doing those things. The reason I'm sharing that story with you is because as you're doing your MVP, you'll get to the point where you don't have to keep score so much anymore because you are jumping from one task to the next so habitually, you've, you've eliminated the time sucks and you've really become very clear about what I need to do today, what's my intention for today, and what do I need to do in order to feel yeah. successful today? Yeah. How can I win today at the highest levels? So those are the questions, right? Yeah. It's, I, it's interesting you say that too. I don't, I, I, I didn't know if this was a coincidence or if this was being influenced by these habits, but in the time that we've been doing this, I've also started to like, I focused on, I got an app that I am starting to record like very meticulously my workouts. Like that was something that I just kind of cataloged in my head and, and was very informal about it. Now I'm like, I really want to know exactly what I'm doing. And then same for my budgeting. It was kind of this like ethereal. Yeah. And, and I knew I had pretty good control over it, but it was just in my mind. And now it's like, all right, we're using mint. We're putting everything in there. I want to see exactly what's going on. And I think this is part of that too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and there's something about um, I, the way that, and this is something I actually appreciate very much about you, the way that your mind works. The more that you can feel like you're gathering the information, you're going to feel more in control of your life. Yeah. And um, that feeling, it's an illusion. 
Yeah. It's just, you know, oh, like for none sure. of us are in control. We're all, <laughs> we're all spinning no. on a planet through space right now. There's, we're about to die any second. Stumbling in the right direction. Don't you own a motorcycle? Anyway, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, is that this illusion of control gives you a, um, a level of confidence. And we talked a little bit about what is confidence and what is trust. Trust is outward facing. Trust is I'm, I trust Jared because when he gives me his word, he's going to do it or he's going to have a dang good reason why it didn't happen. Something, you know, something terrible happened or whatever. But Jared will do his absolute best if he gives me his word. I trust him. Confidence is the same thing, but it's internal. Mm. How much can I trust myself? I trust myself a lot because I, when I say I'm going to get up and go to the gym, that's what I did. Yeah. When I started saving money, that's what I'm doing. When I set a goal today and I had a list of five, 15, 17 things that needed to be done, I did those things. Mm-hmm. It's a slow building of confidence that is going to give you the power or ability to be successful in life. People can feel that. Yeah. And a lot of guys are like, well, I don't know how to get confidence. This is how you do it. Yeah. This is the math is keep your word to yourself. Yeah. You guys follow me on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The MVP is so infinitely powerful that if you're doing it right every day, you start to build this momentum of like, I can do hard things. This is easy. I got this. That, that's nothing. Yeah. And then you can look back at your week and be like, look at how much I've gotten done. I've had people follow me. I had an intern follow me. And he um, told me, he's like, I cannot believe how much shit you get done every day. And it's because I'm not goofing around. Because I want, I, when it's time to goof around, guess what I want to do? I want to fucking goof around. Yes. <laughs> Super hard. Super hard. As hard as goof you can around. goof. Yeah. I'm new boot goofing level. <laughs> <laughs> but, but when it's time to work... I want to get as much done as possible with as much intention and just do it well, fast, efficiently, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know if it's the German in me that really appreciates that, but and when I get that day done and I can put that, throw that in the garbage, whew, wow, yeah. that is, that's nice. Yeah. To that point, doing the, the, the plan at the end of the business day mm. before you go do whatever is your next thing is also has been huge for me as tell, well. Tell me more about that. It just feels it it feels like I am released. Like Good I don't have yeah, I don't have to be concerned about what I've got going on tomorrow because I, I handled everything today. I'm confident that I handled everything today. And I'm confident that tomorrow is mapped out for me. I don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. I can just I can just relax. I can do whatever my evening plans are. And I know when I wake up in the morning, that list will be sitting there waiting for me, ready, and, and I'll be ready to tackle it. Mm. There's a book by uh, Eckhart Tolle called The Power of Now. Have you guys read that book? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, a, it's better to read than listen to. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Um, he's, if you read this book, the one thing that um, is the continuing theme through the book is there's different places of consciousness. If you're spending time in the past... The, the general feeling that most people feel if they're doing it unintentionally and they're in the past is what? Do you know? Regret. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have said this. I wish oh, I would yeah. have done that. If I would have thought more. Could have just done this. I, yeah. I made that. That was a bad decision. I should have, you know what I should have told her? You know, all that stuff. We shouldn't all over. All over yourself. <laughs> um, and if you're spending too much time in the future. Your anxiety. Anxiety. Yep. And where are we spending our time? Most people, if you were to look at the world in general, we're, we're mostly in anxiety. We're yeah. worried about the future. We're worried about what's going to happen that we have no control over. It's absolutely not even true yet. It's a total fabricated drama. And so doing this exercise keeps you or gives you the ability, even unconsciously, to stay present. Present. That's what it really is. It's the presence piece. Yeah. yeah. It's being able to go... 
you know, go home at the end of the workday and be present in that moment right now. now. I'm yep. not thinking about what I did or didn't do at work. Or what I'm I just, need to do tomorrow. Exactly. I'm just thinking about the now. Right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. And so it's a very powerful gift um, in creating um, a centered, peaceful life. So... Hmm. It's, it's, so I, I didn't really talk that much about it, and I'm glad you guys are running through it, doing this experiment, but th these are my experiences yeah. along the way after doing it for years and years of doing it. And then you get to a point where you're thinking like, well, how can I be more centered? How can I be more grateful? How can I, how can I spend time in these spaces that I want to be in with people that I would like to be there, where before you're just in survival mode. You're just going, going, going. Christmas, going, 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 yeah. Christmas, you know, they got that shit out of Costco already, you know what I mean, like going, oh going, God, going, the music, Christ it's yeah. the music for me, and so it just is, it just gives you an opportunity to live an intentional life, yeah, so, hmm. thoughts no, on I, it? I, I, I'm actually really enjoying it, if you've noticed, it's also a little easier to get out of bed, oh yeah, right, that like, I gotta pop up and I gotta get this done, it, but I'm, I'm happy to do it, part of it is my competition with you, Told because you. I'm like, oh, I gotta, I I'm like looking at that, like, oh man, I could, I could sleep in a little longer. And then it's like edging closer to when Topher posted it yesterday. I'm like, I can't, I can't take the chance. I gotta get out of bed now. So we talked a little bit about journaling. When you're doing your I am thankful for, is there ever a time afterward that you spend time in there just? Just looking at it. Looking at it or even just unloading. Like there's some stuff in your mind that you want to get off your mind. The reason that I bring that up is because this is more than just a mechanism of getting to a point of gratitude. Um, in, in your I am thankful for is it's priming your creative pump. It's, mm -hmm. it's getting your brain going. And so there can be a time afterward where you're like, man, you know, I, I here's a good example. I, uh, my daughter and I, we ha we're in, in conflict right now, my 15 year old daughter. And she sent me a text message that I had, I responded to 48 different ways and deleted. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you yeah. can't send this text message. But because I have this built up energy, I've got a block in my body because I have this energy. I can write this. I've done my gratitudes now and I can take, now I'm open. My, I'm flowing. I can spend a few minutes and write her a letter that she might never see. It doesn't matter. But I can write this letter and I can get this energy off of me. Mm, oh, I can, that's so interesting. I can spend some time in there. Like if I had a conflict with my boss, if I had a conflict with one of my clients, if I... If I am concerned about something, if I want to see what this is going to look like or how is it going to feel or what's the big day going to, how is it going to shake out, maybe plan it out. Like, how can I think this through? I can't always call up Topher and be like, bro, I need to talk to you about how I think that the uh, workflow is going to be on the big day. I can write it down though. And as I'm writing it down and getting it out of my head, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It gives me a third party perspective of my own internal I've been doing that. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. I, I didn't even think about the fact that it's priming me. I go straight from the gratitude journal. So I've got like the gratitude moleskin journal. And then I go straight from that into the leather journal. And this is my just actual journal, journaling to myself journal. And it's exactly that. I think of something as I'm creating my, my gratitude list tends to strike me of like, oh, that's something that I want to expand on. And then I hop into there and just go at it so when you're doing your gratitudes it's an interesting study that they've done where um have you ever been in the shower and then all of a sudden you have like this yeah great idea i could have done that i should have mm -hmm. that's what i'm going to do today like you figure it out there's a part of your brain that is activated in the repetition of this exercise like taking a shower huh. and you're gonna you're gonna have insights drop into your brain the hard part for me is when i'm doing it, that i am thankful for is i'll have like a download like this huge thing will drop into my brain but i, I want to finish my gratitudes yeah and so i will make a note on the bottom write the letter to Sally and I'll yeah. do that. And then I can, I can work it through. So let me encourage you not just to stay in the gratitudes, do your gratitudes. And then when you get this huge download, cause you'll start getting them because this becomes 
shower level habitual activity. Yeah. Then you're going to get these amazing messages from the universe in gratitude. You follow me? Like, yeah. it's not just like a, this message that comes along that's like, don't vote for him. It's going to be more of like, ah, oh, this is a great way that I can resolve this problem or I can move forward in this task. The universe is conspiring for your best interest and you just have to be available or open enough to hear the messages that it's delivering to you. And so it's get you're getting in the way of that that message. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I actually do understand. I I agree with you. Again, we're only 15 days in, but I set the timer for five minutes on the gratitudes. Mm -hmm. If it was a little harder day one, day two, now it's like, oh, and we're done. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Like it's day one. It was like okay, three minutes left. Shit. Yeah, yeah, and now now the timer always goes off, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. still going. <laughs> it's interesting that um, as you're doing the timer, as you're going along, you and it, this is going to ebb and flow, just like any relationship. Um, you will have periods of time where you have a hard time thinking of what to be grateful for, even with the skill practice of doing it over and over again, because you're in such a low vibration. And so it forces you to, it's really a great consciousness of like, man, I really it took a long time today. If to, those five minutes dragged on. Or if it goes fast, well, then you can think to yourself, I'm doing pretty good. This is just a gas gauge now that's going to be on your mm. dashboard, your emotional dashboard in order to, so that you can kind of check in with yourself. Hmm. Because most of the time you and I are traveling through life and I've, I've bumped into Topher before and we've gone to lunch and he's like, bro, are you okay? And I'm like, well, damn. Am no, I? I'm not. I, I feel terrible. <laughs> that's got. That's going to go away because you're going to start to see that. You can start to almost self-medicate because you're going to be able to see where am I at? Where am I at spiritually? Checking in. Yeah. So it's an interesting practice. So I, another level of consciousness I want you to be thinking of as you're doing this. Like how fast does that five minutes go? It, it, it is every day. It goes a little easier and a little easier. Except for yesterday, but that's neither here nor there. But yesterday, that's to your point, that was a difficult day. You had some things that you were working on. It's good to be conscious of that and not just run out into the day unconscious of this heavy mindset. If I know that it happened, well, I can can be like, okay, you know, that was shitty. And now what? Or what lesson did I learn? You can move forward rather than just kind of be like soaking in it all day. You know what else is weird is I've made a very conscious effort. Like I hate being angry. Huh. Is that that's kind of a weird thing, but it's so exhausting. Yeah. And and this, all of this stuff, like again, it's like building the war chest for the day, and and getting all that stuff out. Like if I wake up and whatever the day happened, but the, you know whatever happened before, it's like I I'm teaching myself to hate being angry because it's exhausting. I hate hating. I, I hate, hate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's I, cool. I, I, on the other. I guess not on necessarily on the other side of the spectrum, but for me, I am already not a very angry person. I'm one of the happier people I think you'll probably meet. And this has put me, all of this I feel like has just kind of raised my baseline to a point where it's like, I'm high on life now, yeah. man. I'm, I'm, we're doing great. Isn't like, that wonderful? Yeah. That's a good thing. I like, the, I like the idea that I'm, um, I'm responsible for how I feel. Yeah. And not very many people can say that out loud. Yeah. They're not. They're, she made me mad. Yeah. This happened on the way to work. Made me. No, and it's nobody not, made it, you yeah, anything. It's yep. not what happens to you. Yeah, it's how do you react Respond, to it. exactly. Yeah. And so it really does put you in a place of like, well, it's not that big of a deal. I get to, I get to choose. I am the master of the ship. Yep. Awesome. Can I, can I 
let's touch on that for just a half a second because I had to deal with that today at work. It drives me nuts when people don't <clears throat> take responsibility for anything. But to me, taking full-fledged ownership and responsibility is actually the most freeing thing that you can do. Because if, when you take full-fledged ownership, right, you're also acknowledging that it you're was your control. fault that you were there. Yeah. And it's you have something that you can do to get out of it. Yeah. I don't understand that <clears throat> people that are always constantly trying to push it off on others, yeah. like refuse to take responsibility for anything. I wonder yeah. if it's cultural. It feels like we're going through that. Like there's whole groups of people that are ready to point the finger. Oh, thanks, Obama. Like they're just ready to, <laughs> they're ready to blame, put blame on stuff. And there's things yeah. I'm not in, in charge of. I cannot control, you know, but for the most part. I think in a sense, I wonder how much of it is related to, and I, you know, we always are harping on these days, like social media or the internet. It's all the, the source of all of our problems. But to a certain extent, just the exposure to the things that are out of your spheres of influence, mm. I think is could be influencing that in a way where then you start to feel like, fearful or yeah, whatever it is yeah you're living in that fear yeah. and then it's easy to kind of start pointing the yeah. finger when you're in the fear it's easy to go your fault you're you're the, and it's contagious the source of it. oh yeah it's a hundred percent contagious when you spend time around people that are doing that all the time yep. you're yeah. going to do the exact same thing yeah well, on the other side of the um that's the argument for that is when you're doing extreme ownership and you're around those people you bug the shit out of them yeah oh yeah. They, yeah they don't like that either they don't yeah. like how that feels like i can't believe that and you're like you ask them a question like someone they made you angry like the guy in that car that you know you don't know you let him ruin your whole day like you start asking questions like that and they're like what are you talking about like what's wrong with you gave him all your power you gave him all your you let, i bet I, he won't I give like you that, one more time today that phrase of like they're just living rent free in your head yeah, man. yeah. like rent why free. How? <laughs> it's crazy that's awesome um there's, rent a, free. there's the book uh extreme ownership have you read that one Huh. Extreme Ownership is written by a Navy SEAL. The dude, he's a storyteller. Wait, is that Chaco? Mm-hmm. It is? Yeah. yeah. And he tells stories about, he'll like, and there's this point, and this is what I learned when I was in, and we were getting shot at by, and you're just like, man, that's a hell of a lesson to learn there. <laughs> and I like it. I like the book because I like those kinds of stories. Those stories, yeah. like, I can remember this. But the theme over and over again is there's, there's no one, there's, it's no one's fault. It's, right. It's, it doesn't matter. Fault means nothing. Yeah. And it's not fair. Fair doesn't mean anything. Like there's no, let's get that, those words out of our vocabulary. What am I going to do about it? What can I do about it? What am I responsible for? Own it and then go for it. And everything else is, he's just like, great. That's Hmm. not my thing. That's, that's you. And so I think that when you're in a workplace like that, just you practicing extreme ownership is enough to, to move the needle. But you are right. It repels people. Yeah, they don't it like really it. Is. I, it really is. It literally happened, you know, an hour before I left. I left work, having this huge argument with them with someone, and it's like, yeah, no, it's, it's my fault. She didn't do her job that way. You're 100 percent right. It's my fault, and it just shut him down. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, now you don't have anything to say. Yeah. Because right. I'll I'll fix it. It's That's the whole point. It's kind of like the phrase that you 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 taught us a while ago. Taught me a while ago. Probably probably. These guys have heard it before, but that uh, when you're in those kind of hostile situations in a conversation, instead of instead of reacting with anger, going like, "Man, I, I I'm sorry. I feel What's like that, we're in a feel- passive aggressive reasoning." Is that what no, you're no, it's not passive aggressive. No, it's, I don't, it's, it's straight like, aggressive. It, well, <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it is. It's also like it is. 
in a sense, taking ownership over it, yeah. right? It's like, I, what I, what can we you do seem, to kind of resolve you this? You seem very angry yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry up. that I did something to anger you. I have, I, I, that is not my intention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What can we do to make this right? <laughs> what, did you, what was the name of that? Um, I learned it from the police academy. It's called Verbal Judo. <laughs> when I was in the police academy, I was called it uh, uh, Gerbil Voodoo. <laughs> uh, my trainer's like, Adam, stop talking. I'm just doing some verbal judo over here. <laughs> gerbil... Adam, stop talking. Adam, you. Huh? That was uh, a reoccurring yeah. theme, wasn't it? Gerbil Voodoo. <laughs> it actually... It really was. It was. Yeah. And, 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 and your sergeant yeah. goes, get a drug test yeah. for this one. Okay. Back of the line, Adams. <laughs> okay. I deserve that one. All right. Yeah. Um, well, good stuff. I, I'm glad you guys are taking this serious, and I'm glad that as you're doing it, you're seeing the unfolding um, of the lesson uh, and the medicine that's involved in these exercises. And I, I call it medicine because um, we are all crazy. We are all crazy and we're all living unintentional lives. And my life, I'm, I'm 52 now. I'm living a little bit further down the road than all of y'all. And what has occurred to me is that I just don't have as many days to give away to let someone live rent free. I don't have as many days to be unhappy. You know, I might as well, if I'm gonna, I might as well be happy. I might as well yeah. do my best every day. And so how do I, how do I do that? How do I move, move that along? And so in doing this, as you guys are doing this, you're going to find more juice in the squeeze because mm-hmm. it's gotta, it's gonna happen. Yeah. And you guys are not afraid to back away. For, are you not? You're, you guys aren't the type that back away from something hard. And in choosing your hard, you're choosing the right hards. You're choosing the things that are gonna influence your life for the better. Where I don't think people realize that until they're in their early 40s after they've had that midlife crisis or whatever it is, where they're like, "Dang, I, I gotta get my shit together." This is getting your shit together so you're insulating yourself so that when you get to your 40s and you're looking back and you're thinking, this is it? This is, this is the whole thing? I, when I grow up, this is what I'm going to be? Like the whole, <laughs> the whole thing, it gets rid of that because you're being it and you're doing right. it. You're, you're consciously doing those things. And so I, I think that it's incredibly valuable that at, at your young age that you're doing these things and, and coming to a level of consciousness and being awake. Yeah. Because that's that's what's happening. Yeah, you're becoming awake and you're seeing, man, my life is really pretty good. You know what yeah. I mean? And man, I got a lot done. And man, I felt really good about what I accomplished today. Those are all good things, right? Yeah, I I am writing more frequently in my gratitude journal that I'm like grateful and thankful for just my my perspective, my my like a positive perspective. Yeah, because it's it's becoming a more and more prominent thing in my life to have that positivity. And so then what are you doing? You're looking for opportunities to be more positive. You're looking, yeah. I don't like how this music makes me feel. I don't like to be around these people because they don't, they bring me down. And yeah. so it's just this weird, like, yeah, totally. The other day at work, I got bumped from, I, I, I won't give too many details, but I got bumped out of one office into a different office. And I was a little like, oh man, what, why for, for that guy? Really? Okay. Yeah. Whatever. And, and then I really quickly tried to resume back into that. Oh, well, what's the silver lining to this? Oh, well, there's new office mates. We can make this a cool space. We can do all this fun stuff. Closer like, to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, whatever, right? Away from all the people that annoyed me before, yeah. whatever it is. But I, I did. I started to very quickly go back. And, and it, it was like that that quick check that for, for I think, previous to these practices, I would have let that 
marinate. I would have let that stew. And for what reason? What, 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 how would it have served me to let that anger stew and marinate? Nothing. It wouldn't, it wouldn't yeah. have done anything for me. But by switching that, by flipping that script and starting to think about the benefits, the next day I was in my office. I was decorating stuff. I was getting everyone jazzed about it. And it was like a totally different perspective than I would have had if I let it just stew. Hell yeah. I yeah. love that. Uh, there's a book called, uh, man, I, I start out sentences like that a lot. <laughs> We're at three now. Yeah. Are we at three already in this conversation? <laughs> we got we got the power of now, I'm extreme gonna, ownership. I'm going to be quiet the rest of the podcast. <laughs> um, it's a book called uh, The Obstacle is the Way. Oh, that's next on my list. It's a good Sweet. one. Um, the thing that I like about this book um, is it talks about these things, about getting bumped out of the office and getting... Um, doing the hard things and it's it's in the hard things that we're unlocking what we want um, there was a gentleman I heard this last week he said a quote that um, all of my dreams are in the work I'm avoiding all of my dreams are in the work that I'm avoiding and so I really liked that and I thought about the obstacle is the way like nah, there's some things I should probably yeah. just get to just just roll up my sleeves and get to work as Jennifer would say run into the fire run into the fire and so I think that um, as we're looking at that um, what you just said about me moved out of the office, you could, you could choose, you had a choice. And so what is, what is the gift here? What is the, what is the lesson? And there's, there's always one. Yeah. The universe is conspiring for our best mm-hmm. interest, regardless of how things shake out today. Maybe I'm not getting it the way that I imagined it would be, but I'm getting it the way that I, I need it. You know what I'm saying? I'm learning that lesson every single day, Mr. Rob. <laughs> the, the next one on my list that I think was also a little bit inspired by that is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Mm. Uh, that is a good I'm book. Exci- I'm excited for that one. Isn't that the guy, he reads it, he's got kind of like an Irish accent. Have you listened to the know, Audible? I haven't listened to it before. I think he, he's got an Irish accent and he, and he reads it and he just has this this accent it's so it's a fun got, lesson I'm so glad I got the Audible. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the one. I'm pretty sure that's the one but okay. when he's talking like it's a fun listen because the way he says things and um, his his timing and delivery of uh, that. that would make sense. I mean, based on the title, yeah, the Irish guy makes sense. Yeah, he says, <laughs> so. can, I, can I just share this with you? Yeah. Okay, if you ever come across a book called The Brief History of Everything, oh my god, great book! Are you serious? Yeah, really? Oh yeah. I was just gonna say it's not worth your time. I love that book. I thought it was funny. Did you? Yeah, I just thought it was funny because there's like, ah, that's not how it happened. Okay, all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I love I, I love that that's your idea, but that's not uh, okay, true. fair enough. Yeah. yeah. It, it's kinda of like when you were describing that book of the of what was it? It was like the dad stoics or something like oh, that. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, that's that's, that's adorable. A, that's a cute way to I have think a book about that. um that says how Ireland invented everything. <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> because it's written with so much like and that's how it happened, and you're just like, Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's as good a story as the one I heard. But but if we are given book recommendations, the one that's high on my list right now is The Art of Work. Mm, the Art of yeah, Work. That's yeah, that's a good that. one. That's yeah. like, that was given to me as my first uh, read in the College of Business or the School of Business. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Very cool. I really, I, there's a lot of gold nuggets yeah. lying in that book. Mm. Yeah. Check it out. I really appreciate that a lot. Very cool. Uh, so now we've talked about um, the uh, we've talked about doing the gratitudes every morning. We've talked about the MVPs. We've talked about our takeaways from each of these areas. Um, is there an experience that you've had in the past fifteen days that really steps out? Like this situation happened, and you kind of did the one with yeah. the, the office. But Topher, are you managing it better? This happened, and because I'm doing this, 
I'm seeing different results. Like it's a very clear correlation, not like not nothing ancillary, like something very clear. I don't have anything clear. What I will say is, is I feel like I'm showing up every day with the toolkit, mm. right? Like I've got the the Batman belt on, and it it really is utility belt. Because I'm getting thrown <laughs> stuff right, left, and center every single day. It's just one of those, you know, high tide times. Like it's it's just coming. But I I will say I I. <laughs> I am living a much easier life than that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> it, it hurts right now. And, and, but I do feel like by doing this in the morning, it, even the, the gratitudes and everything, like it, it's, it's lining the day up. I feel like I'm equipped to handle it. And so I don't know that I have any one singular instance, but like to not really get into details, but I'm having a huge problem in my family right now. I've got a big event that's happening in my life. I have a little girl. There you go. Congrats. <laughs> Woo. And, uh, and my family is, is completely foobarring that left and right. But it, immediately because I'm, I'm in this state of mind and I'm working on it. And I, I was even texting you when it was through. Like, all right, I'm going to give it this much time. And then I'm going to immediately get a good transition through that. All of this stuff is, is what's giving me the toolkit to do that. Mm, yeah. Right? Because if I didn't, I would be waking up and I'd just be like, oh, God. Yeah. And you get that anger going and this is like oh no stop let's we gotta armor up we gotta put the toolkit on let's let's get ready and let's let's get going and then instead of i'm angry you go i hate anger i do i, I don't like being angry <laughs> and, hate, and, hate. and i really like it it is it's helping all of it right by the same token i can laugh at this person yeah and go this like, is your fault man. yeah like i can't I can't wear that for you. Yeah. You right? can have the perspective of this is how I'm handling this. Yeah. And that's how you're handling this. And and everybody here is seeing that. And I'm actually seeing that for the first time. Yeah. Like, I don't have, it's not my opinion, right? Yeah. Right. Everybody around me is seeing how you're presenting yourself right now. Yeah. And I'm not about myself, but I'm, and I'm grateful for all these different opinions and the, from the people that are around me that are helping me go through it. Right. And I'm, I'm grateful. Yeah, you're welcome. And it is nice so, to let you. go of stuff that's not yours to carry. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I I'm bad. I have been bad in the past about that. Lately, I have not. I mean, that's not mine to worry about. I'm not gonna worry about this guy's attitude today. It's not for me to care about. So. What I'm is- a state employee. I have a really easy time. It's not mine. Not mine. I don't do that. Not my. Not my scope. Not my Sorry. Job. But it's like the not gratitudes and whatnot. They're helping define the. Like I've got my short list now of what actually matters. Yeah. Because right. it's it's coming through through these. You see it. Like yeah. we've done 15 days. There's like four or five things that are there basically every, every day. Yep. Right. Oh well, that you actually mentioned this in the Golden Nuggets podcast that defines your why. Yeah. All these gratitudes define your why. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm seeing that, and it, it keeps everything in perspective and where it it should be. Yeah. Love that. That's that's good stuff. Um, when I first got into the real estate industry, my mentor, he would talk about your why and why it's important to know it and, and how you develop it and all these things. And I was just like, I'm, I'm working hard because I got to pay my bills. Like, my why is food. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Existence. Basic stuff. Yeah, <laughs> basic rent, <means>. baby. <laughs> um, but the thing is, is that there's a point at which you're making rent. Yeah. And then what's your why? And then there's a point at which you've got plenty of food. And then what's your why? This is a continually moving target. And I, a lot of people fall in love with their why and they lock into that. And that's their for the rest of their lives. Those people are dead. They just don't realize it yet. 
my why is shifting all the time because I'm a growing organism. I'm changing all the time. Yeah. And what's important this year is wasn't important last year and last week for that matter. You know what I mean? And so I like that you're doing this because it kind of keeps the why, the flowing why right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's like it's like tracking your gains at the gym mm. so that you because when you look in the mirror every day it's the same person yeah. right? And, right and so it's very hard to discern yeah. those differences but when you're when you're logging when you're cataloging it it's very easy very easy to look back and say man a lot of progress there one of the things I started doing with my gratitudes is I'm starting to be thankful for some of the things that um, I would label perhaps um, the parts of me that I don't like that much hmm. um, for example I'm really hard on, internally, I'm hard on everybody. If you're around me, I, I have a high expectation of you to show up at your best. Um, but I'm extremely hard on myself. And so I have a hard time. Like my, my internal dialogue is crippling. It's brutal. It's brutal. It's brutal. And I hate that part of Rob. However, um, I am thankful for that part of Rob because that's the reason that I am successful. That is a reason that I have the charity that I have and the friendships that I have. And and the physical body that I have, it's time to get out of bed, you fat ass. You know what I mean? Like that language, that hard language is, has given me so very much. And so I'm grateful for that taskmaster, the whip guy. I'm grateful for him. Um, but in so being grateful for him, I can also give him some grace. Like right. eh, I can appreciate your, your wanting to go hard all the time. But, you know, today is Sunday and go have breakfast with your family and, and yeah. have, have an extra cup of coffee and play on the floor with your kids. It's like a balancing it's, act. It's a balancing act. Because we all have that guy. At some level, we have some guy in the back that is just like, it's because you're not smart enough. It's because you fucked up. It's because you're, you, if you were in better shape, if you didn't eat that extra piece of cake, all this language, okay, all right, okay. And so it's something that I've been working on is to be grateful for the parts of me that perhaps I need to work on. Because those parts are, there's value in all parts. And as I'm discovering how to love myself more fully so that I can love my wife and my children more fully, I'm realizing that I can't hate a part of this person and love them as well. You know what I mean? Like, and that applies to us as, as you know what I'm saying? Like it yeah, applies to us. As I, I feel that 100%. My, the internal dialogue, man, brutal, brutal, brutal. And I'm trying to show myself some grace. Yeah. And it's hard. Be it's thankful incredibly for that voice. hard for me to do. You wouldn't be here without him. No, I'm, I, I am. Because yeah. I, I agree with you. This yeah. is how stuff has gotten done. Yeah. This is wh- how I've accomplished everything. Right? But at the end of the day, like, I expect such perfect perfection all the time on anything that I touch. And it's 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 not sustainable. Well, yeah. Part, your point. Yeah. And I'm going to say this to a young father. That, that is easily translatable into your children. You will have that high standard for your children. You cannot do that. You can't have that standard for your partner. I can't show up and expect, man, I've been working all day and there's dishes in the in the sink. God damn. Like, what have you done all day? Like that kind of that kind of thinking will undermine your ability to have a healthy relationship with anybody. And you will push away the people that you love the most because that language will flow out more easily around Emily and your your baby girl than it would me. That's a huge golden nugget. That's huge. That is massive. Yeah. That's been a struggle in my relationships for a long time is I'm so critical. This has to be done perfectly. We got to get this done. Why is the house dirty? Well, I have three little kids. It's not a big deal. You know, I can have grace that you had 
you struggled this morning and didn't get out of bed till 10, whatever. That's okay. Yeah, so just, that, that's a huge golden nugget, Rob. Yeah. Well, how do you do that? Then how do you do it more effectively? How can you um, be more conscious well, of that? It's just been, uh, I've gotten a lot more patient the older I get, you know. And I've just, I don't know, I've gotten used to, it's okay to, to let those stupid little things go that they're, they're out of my control anyways, you know what I mean? I can't keep forcing my kids to constantly clean up after themselves. It's it's not sustainable. It's unrealistic. I'd like to turn it more inward if I can, if I can point my finger at you just for a second. Like, you need to be nicer to Jared. Right. And, and, and that's where it starts. Like, if you can start with figuring that out and being like, well, you know, I did the best. I really did the best I could today. Yeah. And maybe not my best ever, but today was still a pretty good day. I got out of bed. I... Nothing caught on fire. Right. You know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes those layups that I'm giving myself on the MVP are those, yeah. those little, like, gifts that I, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. But it's it's that forgiveness of myself yeah. uh, that I'm working on, and um, and it's okay. That's okay. And there's there's a person inside you, and um, I listen to a, a guy. He's a Zen master. He talks about that voice. The whip master is actually your inner child, and that inner child is is has to be a certain way has to be fair has to work out that way mm. and that little person took good care of you a lot for a long time yeah brought you up and protected you like when it was time to get to practice or when it was time to show up and do the things that you had to do that that little person like did some great stuff but now those rules those rules of perfection the that black hardship, and white is gone and you're in the gray yeah. now yeah you've got now it's time for the adult to show up and be like man i, I appreciate that you think that grace. everything needs to be done perfectly and it has to be done your way or the highway, but mm, yeah. you know, let's let's take a breath here and think about this for a second. That's been my absolute biggest downfall. Is like to your point, what I expect from other people coming in, right? That is that is this much compared to what I expect out of myself. Right. And and there's no way anybody could live up to what I put on myself. Toxic. It, it is. It's toxic to you. It's toxic to M. It's toxic to your little girl. It's toxic all the way around. And when I become um, uh, more... Can we call it generational unhappiness? We could. We could call it generational unhappiness. But I, the, the Zen master that I listen to, the, the practice that I'm learning is that I've given this person, the taskmaster, this unreasonable little temper tantrum throwing motherfucker, a name. And it's Robbie. I call him Robbie. And when Robbie's acting up, man, Robbie's in a bad mood. He's hungry. Yeah. <laughs> when you're not, when it didn't work out the way that I want, God damn it! You know, it's that little boy yeah. throwing a temper tantrum. Think about, think about that it's little so boy. So dumb to be. It's, and then when it, when you realize that you're doing it, you're like, so yeah. stupid. Why am I doing this? Give him a name, Robbie. Man, I appreciate you, bro. You're doing some good yeah. things. But you need to sit down, right? Chill now. out. Yeah. Go have some ice. You're on break. I got this. But the adults you, back in. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> that's exactly right. And you know what? A big thing that's helped me with a lot of things and that one of this included is uh the notes the little sticky notes that i mm. stick up on my mirror that i you know i see every morning what is tell me some of your notes love, love myself mm. that's a big one that i put right in the middle of my mirror and i had a hard time doing that for a long time like, feels, you feel you stupid need, you need to have some grace for yourself yeah. and love yourself and stuff's a lot easier if hmm. I just remember those things. Well, little Robbie gets up and he sees that in the morning. He's like, what the fuck? Like, come on, buddy. Like, <laughs> are you, 
You need that? Captain really? Granola Pants <laughs> over there. It's time to man up. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Um, and I could hear that voice, and that's like, oh, I hear, I hear you there, buddy. I, all right, Robbie, I got this. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna run the front of the shop today. You can, you can relax. Go, go enjoy some Nintendo. You know what I mean, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, those notes are, those notes do. Um, I've got notes all over the house, and my notes are to bring me into the now. That's the intention of all my notes right now. Those notes are to bring me back. This matters. This is important. When will your life start being good enough? Those questions, you know what I mean? Did you have a... I don't remember if it was yours or not. Did you have a note in your house that said whose life is worth changing more than your own? Yeah. I copied that That's note a good exactly. One. And that is right in my office so that it's the first thing I see when I walk in the door. It's yeah. Yeah, so I have them all over the place. I've got one on my window that says, of course, and I've got another one. Like, There's all these little messages that I need to be sending to myself, yeah. my higher self needs to be saying, hey, Robbie, of course, of course you're good enough. Of course you're loved. Of course you're worthy. Of course. Yeah. It's, it's outside of consideration that you're not. Like, yeah. Yeah. let's bring this back. And these little messages, like when I walk into the house, I have the one that says, uh, this matters. Take a deep breath. You know what I mean? It's my looking at that, that foul yeah, marker. Awful foul pole and being like okay I'm, I'm at bat and so here we go and so I'm, I wanted to bring that up because as we're as we're looking at this internal dialogue as we're learning to become more conscious this internal dialogue becomes louder and louder and louder and more and more unacceptable because not only am, am I going to distance myself from people who are bringing me down but I'm bringing me down mm-hmm. and the way that I'm bringing me down is through this this never ending mm-hmm always running tape that's playing in the back of my head that says I'm too old I'm too fat I'm too tall I'm too short I'm too blah all that bullshit and then bringing it home and now my wife she's too lazy and she she's she didn't she's not cute today because she didn't do anything with her hair you like I can I can get super critical and it all starts right here yeah yeah yeah. yeah, I I've definitely know you can you can ask my roommate on the soundboard. I am definitely the come home. Why are dishes in the sink? Damn it! And there has definitely been a lot more grace in that sense. Because mm-hmm. and part of it too, going back to like the mini business plan, I I notice as I there have been a few days where it's like man something comes gets thrown at you from left field and all of a sudden you're like okay well, I, I, I got yeah I gotta do this and then I gotta get back to this but it just throws you for a loop or it throws you off and it's like man okay this is gonna be hard to get done and it's in the moments where I go home or, or like even in traffic right and someone like cuts you off or something like that I'm not I'm no longer like taking it personally like what, what did I do to you man it's more like man I wonder like he's gotta be running late for something right. he's like he's so stressed he's trying to get to this place and do this thing because he's already an hour late it's like i've been there man i get it and the same thing the dishes it's like man i get it you were running out the door it's like you you were trying to get yourself fed before you leave and you just didn't manage it well enough and that's totally fine everyone does it i definitely have been feeling more of that thinking before i have that emotion that immediate negative emotion towards someone or something that's cool yeah i love that yeah well, that's good stuff, boys. I'm proud of you for um, sticking with it, and I want to encourage you to do so. Um, start exercising the actionable gratitude Yeah. Um, to take this then. T- this is not just a list. This is not something that has to be done. This is now a component of something I'm going to look for. And this, this shifts the, look, the gratitude from just um, looking for things to be thankful for, but looking for someone to be thankful for or something to be thankful for. It shifts that gear because it's a gift. 
I'm going to give this gift of gratitude to somebody mm-hmm. who gets that gift. You know what I mean? And if you're looking for that, it's easy to, it's easy to find that person. Yeah. Hmm. I've definitely noticed just in my unintentional doings of that, that it, it's very empowering personally too. Right. You do that and that person's response is, is never, or even the thing, right? Like what you said with your motorcycle, you pour your love into it, make it look perfect and you will feel better about it. And, um, and yeah. it's definitely, it, it gets reciprocated. It's perfect. It's just like thinking if, let's say that you had enough money to make ends meet easily and you had an extra hundred dollar bill in your wallet every day and you had to give it away yep. to keep it going. How cool would it be to think about who, can I, who am I going to give this hundred dollars to? Who who gets this money? Yeah. That's this is what we're talking about. It's it's more valuable in my opinion than a hundred dollars. And so, yeah. like, look at that account, fill that account up because once I give that hundred dollars away, I'm going to get another one tomorrow. I've got mm-hmm. I got my my account will always be full of gratitude because I'm giving it away. Weird, right? Yeah. So look hmm. look at it as that gift. I got this hundred dollar bill in my pocket, and who am I going to give it to? That's a cool perspective. Yeah, I, like that. I like that. Thank you. You know, one of my notes right now that's I'm um, really focusing on, and this is this does pertain to me, but I believe in you. I I'm trying to you. I'm trying to convince myself, and I know that, but it it's weird how how fleeting that thought is. Mm-hmm. Mine's trust trust Rob. Trust Rob. S- similar, right? Yeah. Because I I'll make a decision and then I'm like, hmm, what would have Topher done here? You know what I mean? That's my WWTF. What would Topher do? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so I, I go to this doubt, but you know, most of the time I'm right. Yeah. And so I spend a lot of time burning a uh, bandwidth on hmm, doubting, doubting. Doubt yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, um, I like, for example, with my, my charity for Thanksgiving's heroes, I have come to the belief that I am, uh, this is what insert your word here, but this is what God made me for. This is Thanksgiving's heroes is what I'm here on earth to do is to serve at this incredibly high level. So I cannot fail. I cannot. I'll make bad decisions um, to help me learn and grow. But so what? I can't fail. And so let's bring it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. And so the truth is, is that um, if you look at it in the very Zen mindset, you cannot fail. Yeah. There, there is not good. There is not bad. There just is. And it's my job to process it, move forward. What's that win, and, win or learn? Win or learn. Yeah. Right. The failure is just a part of the success equation. Yeah. Right. You win or you learn and yeah. then you pivot and you move forward. Absolutely. I got I really want to pay you a compliment, Topher, because you um, were going through a really very shitty moment. Um, and you said, I'm feeling my feelings right now. I'm going to spend some time in here. But then at nine o'clock, I'm, I'm done with that. I'm going to put that down. And that is really how emotions work. Like it's what you can pick up and what you can put down. And us guys are really super lucky that we only can like be running one at a time. (laughs) (laughs) How blessed are we? We're not these crazy women that are running like 43 different emotions at the same time. And we don't even know how we feel. (laughs) Us guys just don't pay attention, which is simple. Like, how do you feel? Good. Uh, (laughs) Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. Tomorrow at work, ask a dude, how you doing? And they're going to answer the question with the upswing at the end because it's a question. How you doing? Good. (laughs) (laughs) They don't don't know how they're doing. And so um, knowing knowing is pretty powerful. And so as you're doing these things, as we're moving forward, and um, the point I guess I'm trying to make is this, uh, this, not being good, not being bad, it just being in our ability to process it in a, in a more effective way, moving on, moving on, moving on, man, it just gives you so much power in life. It takes the victim out of life. 
I don't, I don't ever want to yeah. be the victim again. And there's periods of time where I'm going to feel the victim. I'll play the part. Ah, man, that sucked. It shouldn't have gone that way. Yeah. I should have known better. This guy, I had the feeling up front. I would have, should have trusted my, no, that's victim, victim, victim. Yeah. Let's, let's just move on. Just own it and move on and not let that happen again. So it's an interesting coincidence. We're thir- or we're 15 days from our, the start of this. And also I, I was just starting the universe has your back 15 days ago. And I just finished it yesterday before this podcast. Great and, finish that book. Oh, fantastic. One of the things that, that really stood out to me that I think is very applicable to this, this part of the conversation is the, her, her, the way that she described, uh, the, the, the negative things that happen to you as just the universe kind of trying to nudge you, trying to give you the opportunity to choose again, to yeah. make another decision there. And it, and it should be looked at as that opportunity. It should, be, it should be looked at as, thank you. I appreciate that universe, even though that was really shitty of you. Yeah. I know that you're doing that for a good reason. Uh, this uh, the Zen guy that I've been following a lot lately, um, he talks about the feelings not being a good feeling. Like, man, that really felt good. That really feels bad. Right. He talks about green light feelings and red light feelings. The red mm. light feelings are there to mm. move you in a different direction. Like, yep. I just burned my hand. That's hot. Yep. I'm not going to do that again. It's a. Re- it's not a... Getting hurt is bad. Sure, it's bad. You can label that as bad. But now I know I'm not going to lean on that stove again, right? Right. Yeah. So... Hmm. <laughs> And I like how he does that because it takes the, the good and the bad out of the equation because the good and the bad is really your perception of said event. Right. You and I could go to the same concert. We could have gone to the same high school. I could have had a great four years, and you were miserable the whole time because you didn't engage and you didn't whatever, right? And so it's all about, it's all about your perspective. My, my mom and I went to college at the same time, and... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Utah. <laughs> she she had kids young. She didn't have the opportunity awesome. to go to college, and then she decided oh, to co- makes... she decided to go back. She yeah she had to work. She was supporting a single mother, supporting the household for a long time, wow. and then finally now we were in a much better situation, and she could go to school at the same time. And she actually got her work even paid for the education she was getting. But uh, for me, it was like, God damn it, I'm in college. Like this is, I was very much the going into college. I was very much like the Gary Vaynerchuk follower. Like this is bullshit. I'm just doing this to get this piece of paper that's people value for no reason. And this is like, I'm wasting money. And, and so that was my experience. And then on the opposite side of the spectrum, she was so excited to be, be able to have that opportunity that she didn't get before. And she squeezed every single drop out of it. Wow. And it was incredible for her. And at the end, she really did. She, I mean, she rubbed it in my face. She looked back at it, or she looked back at me, and she was like, your college experience sucked. Like, yeah, yeah okay, I, I had fun, sure. I, I don't discount that I had fun. But the, I did not squeeze nearly as much out of it as she did. And she even said that. She was like, if you just had a better perspective on why you were there... You could have had as much as I did out of that, but you got what you got. Yeah, because you had to go. She yep. got to go. Yep, exactly. That's the difference. All the difference yep. in the world. I get to do this. Yeah, and, I, and it was, and but it was all internal, right? Yeah. It was all, man. I got to do. Why do I got to do this? Yeah. It could be. It could have been for me. It could have been. Thank, like, what a blessing to yeah. be here what and to have this opportunity. What I get to do. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Some good perspectives. Um, anything you'd like to add to the, to that there? Mr. Host, like I've been the host today. <laughs> no, you know, there's. I'm going to share my what I believe is the greatest life hack, and to the perspective thing, the greatest life hack. Any of the self-help books that you read, any of the methods and everything, all of them. There's different ways to getting there, but it ultimately leads to a choice. 
you get to make the choice. The biggest life hack that I have in my ability, you get to make the choice. So if I'm going to be, situation comes up, you ultimately have the choice. Am I going to be angry about this or am I going to show it grace? What am I going to do about this? What am I going to do about this? And in all of the, everything boils down to you're just going to make the choice. And if you can do that, mm-hmm. you can see these different perspectives coming through. Yep. That's the life hack. Yep. Hard to do. Hard to see it in the moment. Yeah. But ultimately, everything, every self-help book that you read, all of this stuff is going to whittle down to you ultimately have the choice. Choose your heart. Choose your heart. Choose your heart. I think that the uh, real secret to discipline, in my my perspective, is and because I'm a I'm an emotional person. I'm I get mad. I get what? I get angry. I get crazy mad. I get like very upset about things. I get disappointed. I'm a person that just goes through life and I feel my feelings so strong um, and I should that's one of the reasons that I'm here is to feel strongly anger and what's happiness. your superpower it's my superpower yeah the hard thing is is um, to make decisions in that period of time that are going to be reasonable experiences and so I know that when I'm I'm at the top at Mount Pleasant is what I like to call this area it's, it's lovely I've got plenty of money there's you know the birds are singing I don't want to make decisions while I'm there because those decisions are like, well, I think I'll buy lunch for everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think I'm going to – let's buy, book that to the Bahamas. Like, mm, calm down. But then also I realized that down in the Valley of Suck, right down in here, if you follow the, the sine wave of life, I don't want to make any decisions down there because I have this fuck-it-all attitude. I have the same fuck-it-all attitude at the top. Man, this is great. Yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. Let's, fuck get, it. let's get it. A fifth wheel and a motorcycle and a razor. Let's get them all. Let's do it. That's why financing exists. Yeah, that's, that's, I've got great credit. And the, um, but at the same time, when I'm at this low spot, and so this consciousness that we're talking about, if I could draw a line across the top and I'm taking off Mount Pleasant and I'm taking out the Valley of Suck, this is the operational period when I need to make decisions of value, when I need to invest my money, when I need to move forward, when I need to be making these things. And when I'm at the top, I'm not journaling when I'm at the top of the mountain, I'm not, I don't spend time in my journal. I'll do my gratitudes, but it's just like, and when you're in the valley of suck, man, this is hard. I'm down at the bottom. And so this, this consciousness of bringing it in, what I'm trying to tell you boys is like, this is the area of effective decision-making, effective living. Mm-hmm. It's important to be conscious of being on the top of the mountain or being at the bottom of the valley yeah. and, and being clear about those things and not saying that mean thing to your wife because you're down here or you're feeling really good and yeah those pants make your butt look big but boom you know what i mean you want to be, <laughs> you want to be careful what you're doing in both of those places right because the altitude can kill you and down here being in the desert could absolutely kill you yes, and so yeah. i just want you guys to know that as we're riding this ride the consciousness of the highs and the lows doing these being aware of your gratitude being aware of your practice you're going to start to realize these are the areas of effective time and what I want to do is I want to spend time in climbing the hill, but when I'm at the top of the hill, and the thing that's been great about my life is that this hill is continually going. I'm at the mm-hmm. foothills of awesome. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. But every once in a while, I kind of head into that little bit of a valley, but it's not the same valley that I was in a year ago when I was feeling depressed and maybe even a little suicidal and really struggling with money. But now it's just it's just a little dip. And, and so what we're trying to do is we're creating this consciousness and these practices of awareness is that we're at the foothills of a beautiful life. And you cannot live that life without expecting to drop into valleys periodically. Right. Be aware of that. Feel those feelings. Don't make big decisions. And then when you're at, when you're at the top of that point and you think, man, this is as good as it's going to get, that's absolutely false too. Because mm-hmm. it gets better. Yeah. 
it gets better. Huh. Your life will continue to grow and improve beyond your imagining because you have a shitty imagination, even though you think <laughs> like this would be the best thing in the world. When you get that motorcycle, you get that car, you go on that vacation. That's nah, cool. But then and then and then there's so many yeah, other great yeah. things for you to do, see and experience. And consciousness of the, the wave sign, as we call it, um, is really the secret to living a life of balance and success and being aware of that. Spending less time in the Valley of Suck is what we're talking about. I don't want to be down there. But also when I'm at that super like, life is great. I can shoot at me. You can't hit me. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's also not true. Right. It's this knowing, this growing, this consciousness and being present that is going to give you tremendous power along the way. The tremendous power is going to create the most important thing in your life, and that isn't happiness. Happiness comes and goes. It's fulfillment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The most important thing that you can have in your life as a man is fulfillment. What I've done is a value. What I'm doing is a value. This matters. Maybe not to you. matters to me. And this is what I'm doing. And in so creating fulfillment, you're going to create a life, a sustainable way um, to move forward one foot in front of the other. The, the big problems that come your way aren't so big anymore. And and your successes, well, let's celebrate those. Let's spend some time in those things. This consciousness is the, the life that I'm trying to create for me. And I've had, luckily, I've had these mentors that have, have pointed out these lessons along the way. And I've listened to them. And so as we're exercising these things and and we're talking about them, I want you to know that these are like time-tested. It's it's very, you're 100% right. The the baseball mode, right? The the good baseball coaches, that block that you're talking about, if this is the median, okay, you want to be right here. Just ever so slightly above just neutral. Always Always improving. But this can be... Detrimental. Exciting. This can be super detrimental. Terrible. You want to be right, like here, and like you're saying, the frequency. If you could, like the the perfect situation is you're floating your frequency nice and tight, right above, right above neutral all the time, and then it's a steady course. Steady incline. Right. Steady incline. Steady incline. So there's not a general rush because if you run up that hill super fast, you're gonna drop. You're gonna drop. And we've seen that. We've seen people who win the lottery. We've seen these people that have become amazingly. Um, well-paid athletes come from a very difficult life, and man, they they shine. But boy, man, when oh, they come crash, back, crash, boom, and it, it's all in front of us. And this is happening to us on a lesser stage all the right. time. And so that's why I bring this up as kind of my closing thoughts: is like this consciousness is going to create a space of you climbing the mountain. And I want you to know, even still at this age, I'm just at the foothills. I'm just just at the foothills of the most amazing, beautiful life that I can't even imagine. And it's cool, it's a cool thing. And I, I appreciate you being on the journey with me because as I do that, I wanna take people up the hill that I wanna be mm-hmm. around. And I wanna be around extreme ownership. I wanna be around people that are physically, spiritually, emotionally fit and becoming better all the time because that's important to me. I don't have time in my life for people who are, man, I'm, this sucks and this is terrible and poor me and oh man, do it over there. When you're ready to come join me, let's go. Let's have some, we'll have a great time. <laughs> And so I, as, as we're putting this together, and I'm, I'm kind of tying this in a knot, the American Masterminds is more than a bunch of dudes that ride together. Yeah. You follow yeah. me? What we're trying to create is a culture of excellence, a culture of growth, a culture of, of intentional living. And if we can do that and ride motorcycles, <laughs> I'm 100% in. When All we in. quit doing that, yeah. I'm going to leave because I have one intention in life, and that is to live the best fucking life I can. I only get to do this once. I only get to have this conversation with you boys one time. 
We'll never have this conversation again. But right now, this is the only thing that matters. And the only way that I can be here is because I'm doing all of these little things to be in the moment. You guys, you guys follow me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if you're thinking about associating with people, think about associating with people that are doing things that you want to do. Think about being around those people that are building you up. Those people that are going to, that you can call and you can count on and you can associate and create this brotherhood that we're building here at the American Masterminds. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please share it. Write in the comments what you have enjoyed. Um, Make this a favorite of yours. Subscribe to what we're trying to accomplish here because what we want to do is make your life better and improve our lives as well. Uh, We appreciate you tuning in and being a part of the American Mastermind podcast, the culture and the family that we're building here. And please uh, tell everybody about it. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Peace. Rob's Disciples, my uh, name of my first band in high school. Rob's Disciples. Disciples. (laughs) 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 Good job, boys.